0: hi
1: guys welcome back to two broke teen moms grew up i'm jess and this is alice and this week we have a special guest but i'm gonna have just do the honors on introducing joe my baby daddy he's here uh, with us today
2: yeah i'm the husband <laughs> no i'm yeah. Baby
1: daddy's last husband. <laughs> yeah,
2: baby daddy, original baby daddy. Now graduated to husband.
1: Okay. Congratulations. That's fair.
2: Yeah. Okay. Don't undercut me. You know, <laughs> I'm a. i am graduated.
1: So. Okay. Well, welcome to, to two broke teens. Thank on, you for so having me.
2: <laughs> I've uh, been very excited about this since I was told that I was going to be on very excited.
1: I'm sure you couldn't even sleep last night. You were like, yes, tomorrow's my day. Actually,
2: I thought it was going to be um, two days from now. And uh, ah. I was told this morning that it was going to be today. So <laughs> I, I don't know that I was prepared. But huh. I mean, I'm here and I'm ready and I'm excited.
1: Yeah. righty. So I think, you know, we've heard, you know, your guys' story. and I think it was important to obviously get Jess's side of it. But I, I think it's also important that we focus on you know, the teen dad, which I think is not usually the focus. So we wanted to, you know, have this episode and get your perspective on things and how you felt, you know, how you saw the whole experience, because it could be a little bit different than, you know, Jess's point of view. And I think we, um, like I said, we want to get your point of view. So I think it's important for you to tell us about you before the whole pregnancy, who you were, what you were doing before this big change in life. Okay, how about we just go with a little bit of that?
2: <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was, I was a bad kid.
0: Stop it. Don't say bad.
2: I was a troubled youth. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, Jess likes the bad boys. So, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, it's kind of just maybe that's what did it and made me eventually become the baby daddy. And then husband. I mean, I don't know. Um, Jess? So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have many plans of, uh, you know, exactly like what I wanted to do with my life. Like you guys had plans on going to college and, you know, doing plans you know, for your life. I kind of uh, just didn't know what I was going to do. I was just kind of coasting and working a fast food job in one of Chicagoland's finest establishments. And uh, it was, I was just living like I was directionless. Um, and then... Uh, We were on and off through junior high and high school. Um, My home life was different than, well, maybe it wasn't different from a lot of typical kids. You know, my my parents were divorced. I went to my dad's every other weekend. Um, I was close with my dad. I was close with my mom, but my mom had... uh, it was it was a tough home life. There are uh, kids out there who I'm sure have it worse. There are plenty of kids who had it better.
1: So did you grow up in this area your whole life, or did you...
2: Yeah, I grew up in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. Lived in the same town my whole life. Like, it's a good town.
1: So, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to, like, understand that there's home lives that are harder in this area because you know, it's middle class. A lot of kids have that good life. So it's sometimes, you know, knowing someone that struggles, it's kind of rare in in this area, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I think, well, I knew plenty of kids who had it worse than me, for sure. Uh, I would go to, I mean, we've all had friends' houses where we would go and be like, oh, man, Uh, I want to, I don't want to go to his house, you know, like it's, so, but what, yeah, but yeah and and yeah there are worse areas in Chicagoland to live than where we live but there are crappy homes everywhere no matter what town you live in Beverly Hills you know um Malibu I'm sure there are terrible places there for for kids and families who just or, don't have a
0: Or they could just have Oh beautiful home,
1: but, a, you know, house.
2: Absolutely, parents. Home. Absolute, yeah, yeah,
1: but broken homes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right. So, you know, with that being said, we know a little bit about your relationship. You guys met in junior high. I know Jess has mentioned, you know, that you kind of commented on her hair and, you know, and that was kind of like, oh, was that what caught your attention about Jess or?
2: Yeah, uh, definitely her hair. She had very pretty hair. <laughs>
1: Had you seen her around before? Or was yeah,
2: that- I don't. I remember the first time talking to her. I don't remember before that. I don't remember how I knew her name. I don't, I don't think
0: you knew my name. I did. I, did you I have know. classes together? No, no. Oh, we had lunch.
2: We had lunch together, yeah, but like we I sat with home. the cool kids. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> No, but you didn't know my name because when you told me I had pretty hair, you didn't know who I was. I was just
2: like, hey there, yeah. Mexican girl, you have pretty <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, and I'm a, I'm a so one of the issues, well, well, we'll get to it.
1: All right, so we know you know you met in junior high, obviously on and off through high school. So when Jess comes and tells you, I'm pregnant, yeah. What, what did you feel? What did you say? Uh,
2: I, Why did you run away? Um, you know what? I, I absolutely love Jess. Um, I'm super lucky that the person that I got pregnant is somebody that I loved so much. Like, I loved her. She was the only girl that I loved. Um, so when she called me, like... And, and said, hey, I'm pregnant, it's bizarre, but I, I, I freaked out. But I was also like, well, at least it's Jess, <laughs> and it's not somebody, you know, that I don't even like. Yes. I, I was very, I'm just, I was happy that it was Jess. I was terrified. I wanted to do what she wanted to do. I,
1: In that respect, like I think she said that you supported whatever you know decision she would come to. But were you hoping that it was, like, were you saying like I would want her to keep the baby, even though she if she had gone the other way? Or
2: believe it or not, yeah, I I was hoping that she would want to keep the baby. It just um it, it felt right um,
1: to let her choose.
2: Not only to let her choose, but it just felt like. Almost like this is supposed to happen. Like I'm supposed to have a baby with Jess. Um, even like,
1: if it were, you, you guys were so young, it was you felt that you knew it was. It
2: was yeah, effective. it felt like this is. Um, the, maybe there are like times in our lives where we're like, yeah, this is this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. This is exactly what's supposed to be happening. Where you just feel like this is right. I'm in the right place. This is where I'm supposed to be. That was like one of those times for me.
0: No, agreed. I mean, I don't think, uh, Alice, like we didn't plan to get pregnant. Of we course, didn't plan no. to be in that situation at that time. But when you step back and you look at the big picture and like the broader scheme of things, it's like, I think I talked to in the one of the first few episodes that Joe and I went back and we talked about our situation and we were like, you know, we were both in pretty um, shaky situations at home, just in like our relationships at home, that we were both like, maybe we're supposed to be here. Maybe we're supposed to prove that this is okay to parent this way. And it's okay to parent the way we're going to parent.
2: Yeah. I think one thing that we said a long time ago was maybe subconsciously, like we wanted to, even though we were 17 years old, I'm sure my 17-year-old self would have a very different answer than myself now. But it almost felt like subconsciously that we wanted to make our own family and not and get away from the families that we had.
1: The situations, yeah. Yeah. So, speaking about that, how did your family take it when you broke the news?
2: Oh, uh, my mom. I think she had a panic attack, minor panic attack, probably freaked out a lot. My dad, my dad, I I owed my dad money uh, for uh, car payments. I was giving him car payments, I think, every two weeks. And I missed a couple of car payments because I was trying to save money. Like, I didn't know what we were doing. And...
1: to have some financial like support
2: yeah yeah right just like hey I have to save money and and I'm saving up money I'm saving up money not giving it to my dad and I went there this is like after a month of not paying him and he was like all right you know sit down why haven't you you know paid me for for your car and I'm like, I just, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just haven't. He's like, no, I want to know, you know, why, where's the money? Like, what are you doing with your money? And I was like, oh, fine. You want to know?
0: You,
2: you want to know why I haven't paid you, Dad? It's because I got my girlfriend pregnant. And he was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh,
0: Did we already know at that point that we were keeping him?
2: I don't think so. Cause I didn't know what I was doing with that money. Yeah, I just like had the money.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, but knowing you and knowing you for as long as I have, I I always felt like you would be. You were the type of person who would be like, I you know, I want to keep the baby. I don't. I don't want to do anything else with the baby.
1: Like you would never picture her saying like I don't want the baby.
2: Yeah, I never pictured her saying, uh, I want to have an abortion. Um, and, and thank God, I was always assuming that she was going to say, I, I want to keep the baby, which eventually she did.
1: Yeah. And again, again, I think both Jess had touched base as well, like on how our friends were able to kind of get us through with the situation as well. Because I think, like I said, with family-wise for both of us, you know, we needed as many people to confide in to be able to be there for us. Did you have friends that stuck by you? Or did you have friends that you lost? How, how, did, how were those friendships affected? Did that even matter? Except I think for yeah. us, you know, how did it work with you being a guide where you're, oh, hey, good job. You got, you know, like, or, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know.
2: It was fine. Um, nothing changed until the baby was born. Um, as soon as the baby was born, i I basically I was almost like the amount of contact that I had with my friends dropped by like 90 percent. I didn't hang out with them as much as I did. I mean, I was seventeen or 18. We hung out all the time, and now it it wasn't like that like it.
0: Oh, really? From
2: my memory.
0: (laughs) This is a really
2: long time ago. I mean... Okay. What it was... Nothing
0: nothing changed for you.
2: Nothing changed for me?
0: Nothing changed for you with your friends. Really? Yes. Until maybe you were 25? (laughs) No, 23, because we had our second. Maybe 23. And Mm. I'm not joking. Like, I really appreciate you being here to have this conversation. Like... That's the truth, yeah. Well,
2: I very well may have. I remember specific people, like, stopped calling me because they thought, like, I was at home, you know, being a dad.
0: Well, let's, like...
2: There was a kid I played basketball with every day, every weekend, all the time, all the time playing basketball. And, And before he was born we we were playing basketball and i was like dude this is probably the last time we're going to play basketball before he's born that's all i meant and then he was the baby was born and like that was it he didn't call me to ask me like hey you want to go play basketball you know like st- stuff like that
0: well right things but, changed well yeah they changed
2: nobody cut me off like Dude, you had a child out of wedlock. I'm not talking to you. Anymore. That <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Wait, let's forward a little. Can you talk about what happened when your dad found? What, after your dad found out.
2: After my dad found
0: out. Yeah, when he came, and did.
2: Oh yeah. So after my dad found out, um, so that was on like a Saturday night. The Monday after that, uh, it was like five in the morning, and. Like I said, my parents were divorced. I live with my mom. I, five in the morning, he was waking me up in my mom's house. And I was like, oh my God, what, what, what is, why are you here, dude? You don't, you're not supposed to be here. And he's like, get up. You're going to night school and you're coming to work with me. And I was like, oh God, dude, I don't want to do this, man. Like. I don't want to start working full-time and then go to school at night
1: this so he wanted you to take responsibility for absolutely yeah
2: i mean i'm glad he did he did the right thing but i wasn't ready for it i was like man can we just i don't
1: think we were all ready for. no (laughs) obviously
2: no for sure i I just i was like man can we like let's start this next month you know like give me just a heads up you know just springing this on me like out of nowhere so
1: did you go to work that day
2: i went to work yeah called jess i was like she's like, I, I i think i missed school but i called her i think she was home
1: so did you have to drop out of school
2: well i went i stayed in the district and just, just like like they school? have yeah they have like a night school program um and you can you can do that so like i stopped going to high school but
1: you were still able to graduate. No, I was still
2: able to graduate with the district and and yeah like I didn't walk with my high school's class but you know I still got the diploma and stuff so. you had
0: your own graduation
2: we had our own um janky yeah
0: no, it was a graduation in the high school um, and and it was in the auditorium it was this, it was a legit graduation don't undermine that and
2: i spoke at the graduation he
0: was valedictorian i was only
2: the valedictorian because i only say i was they were like hey do you any idiots want to speak and i was like (laughs) sure i'll do it you don't know what you're asking dude and and was that a good speech (laughs) it was all right but i was like yeah so i'm speaking at graduation tonight so i guess i'm the valedictorian (laughs) hey you know
0: that's a big recognition even yes. though
2: you're, you're like, oh, yeah, your dad was a valedictorian of, of high school, of night school. like oh, yeah.
0: that
1: what I said. like? She says to me me what it's like a like. class of
2: like <laughs> 17.
1: I think every man does, makes that <laughs> voice makes when imitating <laughs> a girl. And it's like, Wait, I, I don't. I don't talk like that.
2: <laughs> what does my voice sound like? Tell everybody what I sound like.
1: I <laughs> know. Anyway. And then, did your mom put as much like, I, is, was she like your dad? Did she like, you have to do this? Or was she more like, did she back mm, I,
2: I don't recall. Um, can you touch on that at all? I, I think know. she was just supportive. She just wanted to be supportive of what we wanted to do. So yeah, I, I don't recall anything standing out. I mean, she was basically pretty pretty supportive overall.
1: Okay. So with you having to switch to night school, did the other students know that you were there because you, your girlfriend was pregnant? Did you, did you get any judgment with that? Did you get any judgment at the no. other high school before?
2: I don't know. No. I mean, I wasn't showing. You know, <laughs> say, that's a thing. Like, yeah, we like teen dads. And I think that there are significantly fewer of us than teen moms just because like,
1: some walk away.
2: Yeah, just you know, want nothing to do with it. So to teen dads out there who might be listening, you know, you guys are few and far between. But Fewer for sticking and it out. and farther between than teen moms. So um you know, there's not I mean, if anything people were like, "Hey, yeah, congratulations on the sex, you know?
1: That's, pro- that's probably true. It is, yeah. yeah. There, it
2: was more like, yeah. You're having
1: a boy. And yeah. Yeah. Like you said, there, you know, like I said, we both have different stories. You know, you, you stuck by Jess, where in my case, he yeah. wasn't around. So, like I said, it's, there's only a few that stay. So, it's, I think it's great that.
2: Thank you. It's very nice of you.
0: Well, I, when we were in that parent group that we talked about last time, um, they gave us a statistic. Yeah. There was oh, a male wow. counselor and a female counselor. And um, Joe was one of the few teen dads that would come. And he, we would have, like, private meetings with him. And he would pull us out. And he met with Joe and I. Or I think he met with you alone. And nah. he told me later.
2: It, yeah. He
0: was a really nice man. Super, I miss him. super yeah. good guy. I looked for him everywhere. He was an awesome man. But he... Told him how far and few between, and he gave us a, t- a statistic of like eight percent. Yeah, of he was like dad y- stuck around, and that was yes, 1998. But Joe came, and he was like, Jess, we are, I we are not going to be a part of that statistic. Yeah, like we're going to be the part that sticks together, that stays together." You
2: yeah, know? it was disheartening. Yeah, it was like something ridiculous. Like you know, like realistically. You have like an eight percent chance of like staying together, just so you know. And I was like, oh, like I think I turned white, you know. Even thinking about it,
1: especially coming from a family, they you said your parents were divorced. You were like, it probably got to you a little bit more than
2: for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I'm sure I look like a deer in headlights when he said it, um, because I don't. I don't think anybody goes into it like, yeah, this is not going to work. You know.
0: But to be honest, don't you think that we knew going in, like the odds were were against us? Like I think that we were prepared for that. Like, like I think we were like, okay, we're going up against something real big here. Like we're teen parents, we're still together. Like I think we knew that going in. We
2: knew it, but we had no idea how we knew. You know, yeah, it's going to be hard. But you're just pregnant; you don't have the baby yet. So, yeah, like everybody's going to tell you. This is going to be hard. It's really hard to have a baby, you know, when you're 25 or 30. But you're 17, and it's going to be really hard. But we had no idea, like, how hard it was going to be. It was ridiculous. It was (laughs) ridiculous. You don't
1: have to tell me. (laughs) No,
2: yeah, you know. I mean, it's for everybody out there who doesn't know. I mean, I'm sure if you're a parent now uh, and you're an adult, you can... Imagine how difficult it would be without any kind of financial backing or which you know, a lot
1: of teens obviously don't have right. because we're still in high school. Like for we sure, we're not out there making.
2: Nobody's making money yeah. um, in high school, to at least barely to support them. They can't support themselves hardly, you know. And they're living at home for a reason. I mean, that's not what they're they're doing. They're not working full time jobs. Nobody's going to pay them fifty. 75 grand a year i I mean and then on top of that you don't you don't have a house you're not living in your own place you are so your starting point is so so far back from everybody else's just like if it were a race you would be starting way far back yeah we had no everybody, idea.
1: like I said, people in their you know mid twenties, thirties, they they they, I think they had that financial stability where we didn't. We had to take care of a child and figure out how we were going to you know provide for them because we didn't have those you know the finances that mm-hmm. a lot of people older people have.
2: Yeah, if I could, if there are kids out there listening to this who who are not teen parents are expecting to be teen parents, but, you know, if I could just, maybe I could explain it like this, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to insult teenagers by, you know, thinking that this is the only way that they'll understand, but if, I I think everyone can understand it this way, if it were, if life were like a video game, and life isn't a game, kids, (laughs) if it were a game, Okay when and we all start out at like different difficulties. Some start out super easy, and it's an easy you got an easy start to everything. Other people start it out really, really hard, and it's a hard, hard game when you when you have a, a baby as a teenager, like you no matter what situation you're in you raise up the difficulty to legendary hard, you know, it's crazy, crazy hard. And the tough thing too, is that the baby then is also, you know, probably, probably starting at pretty tough difficulty too, you know, they're most likely not going to start out easy.
1: I agree with that. You know, I like, you know, the example I used because it is these we're put, we're we thrown into these situations that we didn't expect. But I think we have to take that responsibility. Like we knew what we were doing. We knew we were having sex. We knew the possibility of getting pregnant. But it's it was still hard. Yeah. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend before this, and
0: it's again going back to the frustration of feeling like. I get it, like, when your parents would say, okay, well, you had the baby, you were able to have sex, and you're having the baby, now go figure everything else out. Like, that's literally what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Okay, but just because I was having sex, does it mean, and I'm pregnant now, it doesn't mean that I know everything. Like, 30-year-olds don't know how to parent their newborns. Like, you know, and now you're just making me go figure it out. Like, that was...
2: I think a lot of teen parents do feel like... um, I know that I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I'm gonna try really, really hard to not screw this up.
1: Right.
0: That's true. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You That's know,
2: true. I'm and right. I think that there are a lot of really, really good teen parents out there because they said, I'm not I'm gonna do everything I possibly can to, to, to sure give this kid the best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I wanna do the best I can.
0: So I'm gonna ask you a question. So Currently, like we just had a conversation, Alice and I, on a few uh, op- a podcasts before, but teen parenting today, you know, what do you think the difference is? Why do you think, or not even just today, why do you think that some teen parents veer off and don't do or stay on the path like we had? What do you think that denominator is that that makes them veer off in a different direction?
2: I, I don't know. Uh, well, we didn't have the internet, you know, we didn't have, um,
1: Are they so focused on that social life? Do you think that maybe that's, that could be because we didn't have, we didn't have to post about our whole day, the whole time. You know what I mean? It's, we, I mean, I, I think I was a freshman when I got my first phone, but it was like a Nokia, like the black and green screen. You know what I mean? We didn't have to take pictures. We barely texted each other. You know, it, I think that it could, I, I don't know.
2: I think it has a huge effect on it um, because I think you see what you're missing, you know. Like, you, you might go on that's Instagram true, and see, true. like, damn, look at how much fun. They went to that concert. And,
1: and I'm here. Really and, I, so I, and I
2: Yeah, help. I didn't go to that concert. Like, you, it, um, if you're expecting to have a baby and, and I can prepare you somehow... One way that I can explain it is, if you think that you're ready, um, what you should do is see how you feel if you weren't to do anything that you wanted to do. And if you're cool with that, then you've got at least that part down. You're not going to be able to do anything that you want to do.
1: Which we can get into, like what big events did you miss out because of this
2: well like i didn't see any um like grown up tv throughout the <laughs> 2000s i didn't watch the sopranos till like 2 years ago i missed uh, i missed so much it was like bob the builder blue's clues for like a decade man I missed out on a lot of good TV. How about
1: things your friends were doing? Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> I
2: mean, I... Uh, I
1: just touched base on her, like, not wanting to go to prom senior year. Yeah. Please. Did you get to go to prom? No. No. Well,
0: you went, too. You went your junior year. I went oh. sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yeah, I had Whoa. an older... Cool I had kids an older, for sure.
2: Older girlfriend. No, yeah. I think I went my... Fresh- I actually went my freshman and sophomore year.
1: So this is when you were obviously off. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We were off again at that point. Obviously. Yeah. Well, I can't help it.
0: <laughs> He's a cool kid. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> right. Let's not go into that. <laughs>
2: no, we can just gloss right over that. But yeah, we we didn't. Uh, I would have. I would have been down to go to prom. He,
0: I, you, I said you said let's go to prom yeah. and I was like, hey. I didn't want go. you to
2: miss it. You know, I didn't want you, you to miss. It, but
0: I didn't. I went to my junior prom
2: yeah with my friend, you went with my friend it's so you wanted problem. her to get
1: the experience with you I
2: didn't want her to feel like she was missing anything that's i I was always afraid that she would feel like she was missing out on stuff that's what I was worried about i I didn't want her to long for war like something different, you know I wanted her to feel happy about where where we were and
0: i don't think I don't think I've ever longed for anything like that like i've never said i mean when my son was going to prom i did think maybe he would take me but oh, you're out of your mind let's <laughs> nice try but um no because I of you i
1: didn't go so yeah. maybe you should take me yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um no i don't i never really felt like like when he we got engaged he really had that conversation with me like are you sure you're not gonna miss you don't feel like you're missing out you're not gonna you know like i really was like no i'm good i know that i have a baby now
1: like i have other things to look forward to that i'm glad that you brought that up so how in the world did you come up with that proposal because <laughs> i was like at 17 like well, I'm just that's like freaking like a, awesome
2: i'm a natural romantic
1: ah
2: it's kind of it's kind of just you
1: can't hear my
0: eye roll
2: just kind of a natural. I was like, "What is the greatest thing that I could think of now? Where is the greatest place on earth? I know
0: the greatest place on I, earth no, in the kidding. Northwest. I Obers. probably would have gone to
2: <laughs> Great America or something. I don't know. It was like, Downtown, let's go to the maybe. Cubs game. I'm gonna propose at the Cubs game. No, but uh, no, I think uh, just a friend of mine was like, "Hey, uh, my girlfriend works." Yeah, he said it. At medieval times, so uh, he was like, uh what he she said that we could maybe do something like a proposal. He knew that I was gonna ask you to marry me. And, so your friend uh, came up with it. Well, I can't <laughs> I guess like
1: we know the truth now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he didn't have to go up there, dude. I did. That was like there was like two thousand people there. What was, was going ridiculous. through your mind? I was Freaking out. I've never done anything like that since and I never ever ever again will. Unless like
1: But Jess had to go through that as well. Waddling. Yeah.
0: Waddling. Eight months freaking pregnant. It was huge. She was so in front cute. Of everyone.
2: <laughs> she was so cute walking up there with the super handsome ripped knight. And then I came out like scrawny little teenager. Like, hey, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah i uh i'll yeah uh some people have listened to that podcast and and called me like "Hey, i didn't know you did that so because
1: yeah. it's pretty cool it is i mean like i said it you know even adult men have a hard time well, we obviously go. we just figured out that he didn't plan it i yeah.
2: think i was just too i was too stupid to be like no no way am i doing that dude And I was just like, oh, okay, I'll do that. I don't care. (laughs) That sounds cool. (laughs) I'll do that.
1: So then after getting engaged, I know Jess mentioned too that it was a long engagement. Is that what you wanted as well, or would you have preferred to, like, you know, tie the knot as soon as possible?
2: Man, I wanted to get out. I wanted to get our own place as soon as possible. I didn't care if we were married or not. I didn't care what kind of an an apartment we had i just wanted to get out i wanted to like start our life together i didn't care what kind of a place we had and we we even went and looked like i talked to a friend of mine i was like dude will you live with us and like split split the rent and and then we were like man we have a baby like we can't have him live with us you know that would be horrible for him and i don't know if i really want to live with that guy
0: and our son would have had to have a bedroom in a closet like to oh. for us to afford the kind of apartment basically
2: yeah basically like yeah. we and so like we kind of just buckled down and we were like oh god you know we'll have to you know just get used to this and that that was tough it was really tough um but yeah i i would have gotten married i would have I just wanted to get our own place. That was my main concern. I was okay with not getting married. That was fine for the time. I mean, I wanted to marry Jess. I wanted to.
1: But you wanted the family, even though you know that, that came later.
2: Yeah. It's, I know looking back that we did the, the right thing. But... Which I
0: think you'd said too, right? That Yeah, I agree. I, I wouldn't have done it differently.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it would have been much tougher had we gotten married earlier.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. So now I really want to know your point of view on the day your son was born.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> I want
1: everything, how, your reactions, what you felt.
2: Oh my god, it was, it was so scary. Um, I think. Um, I just called at three, around three in the morning.
1: Because you guys were not living together. We were not. Yeah,
2: I was living with my mom. She was living with her parents. And for some reason, like, I think I fell asleep, like, in my normal clothes, like, just passed out. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm coming. And, uh drove over to her parents' house, picked her up, we went to the hospital, and I was trying to like, play cool, like I was calm, but I was freaking out for hours, hours and hours and hours, just freaking out. Um, I was really, really scared. Like medicine today and and in 1998 is great. Yeah, I mean, it's great now, it was great then, but still like, I was like, oh my God, like in my mind, in my mind, it was like women died at childbirth like, at like 50% <laughs> of the time. And I was like, oh, my God. It
1: wasn't the Stone Age. But <laughs> no,
2: no, it was was not caveman times. But in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, what if like she was wrong? in labor for so long and then we found out that he was upside down and that she was going to have to have a C-section. And when I found that out, I was like, I didn't even know what the hell a C-section was then.
1: So when they told you, okay, get ready, you know, you say all gowns and masks. Like, what yeah. were you, what was going through your mind at that moment?
2: So they gave me the gowns and they were like, okay, go change. I went into the bathroom and I was like, like shaking and sweating and like praying to God that you know this went okay. I was terrified when when the oldest one was born. Um, yeah, and then I, you know. It was such a long day it was such a long day
1: so the whole epidural thing why (laughs) did you cave (laughs) it's like okay get it remember
2: yeah i remember (laughs) i remember yeah i want to have a natural birth
0: (laughs) this is my plan and you're gonna follow (laughs) it no matter what i say joe i I am woman and i am going to have this baby naturally no matter what i say joe so strong and then what happened
2: and then she was like god how sw- did
0: you know
1: she was serious that she needed it? <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> I think by how hard she grabbed me. I was like, all right, I'm not going to tell you no. Like, you're, you're the one in pain. And you didn't, afterwards, you weren't like, why did you let me get the epidural? <laughs>
0: well,
1: yeah, I had to have a C-section anyway. Yeah, right, you had yeah. to have it.
2: But, um, and man, those C-
1: That room is cold, first of all.
2: It's cold, and those C-sections are scary.
1: So you, you saw when they, like cutter and the whole process uh, or did they keep you behind the curtain <laughs> <laughs> so
2: the first time they told me don't dude i'm telling you do not look up don't look above this curtain and they put you so you she was laying there okay and and they have a curtain up like at her neck so the curtain goes up she's laying down you're standing at the top of her head, looking down at her, and the curtain goes up at about her neck, and it's a high curtain, you know, four or five feet high. You can look over it if you were stupid enough to, <laughs> but they told me not to, and I listened to them the first time. When we had our second one, you, we, we had the C-section again because they said, you know, it's safer. You don't want to have, you don't want to try to have a natural birth after you have a C-section the first time. It's safer to have another C-section. So we knew going in that it was going to be a C-section. We were there, just, you know, I'm, I'm there with her. You're doing great. You're so strong. And she says, how's it going up there? Like not feeling anything, just talking to me like she's talking now. She says, how's it going up there? And I, was so stupid I looked up over the curtain and the doctor there was a man in a mask and gloves holding my wife's in, literally her intestines in his hands like three feet I love the way
1: that you're making those hand motions I wish from her body it
2: was and I I looked at her and I was like how like you're talking (laughs)
1: You're not dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're talking. How how are you how are you talking? It was
1: it was And you had no idea like you no. didn't yeah. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't going to be like uh
1: You're, you're
2: you should be dead right now. No, I but uh I was like, "Oh, it looks like it's going good. Honey, you're doing great."
0: That was the second one. That
2: was the second one.
1: But the first one?
2: The first one, yeah, sorry. So the first one, I I was just scared. I I listened to what they said.
1: Especially because you were so much younger. So yeah, you know, yeah I didn't know what I was doing. Authorities like, don't do that. Right. So you were like, okay, don't That's do That's what it. I was going to say. That's
0: right. the difference. Like the first one, you're like.
2: I kind of just did what I was told yeah. to do because I knew I didn't know what the hell I was doing.
0: And quite honestly, Alice, I think, I don't know if we talked about this, but don't you think that at the hospital they treat you like you're a, like you're a child? They do. Like they treat you like that. They're like, here, we're going to put this on and you're going to do this.
2: Well, I mean.
1: Which I'm sure they already do for like. The older new, moms,
0: new but I think parents,
2: from, yeah. right? Yeah, new parents they probably oh. do. I I don't know. I was. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're like I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, new parents. I I assume that they do. I don't feel like they talk to me like I was um, an idiot. I just kid. remember
0: crying when we were leaving in the in the nurse. That's what I was
1: going to bring up next. Yeah, but I, um, first, so after obviously having you know your son and in, going into the room like were you stressed about everything you had to take in? Like the, I, of course, you know, you, they tell you, okay, this is how you change a diaper, but like actually changing a diaper, actually feeding your child, actually holding your child. Cause I had like, I was telling Jess, I had a little nervous breakdown where like they brought her in. I was just yeah. like, I'm going to break her. Like, can you put a pillow under my arm so I can hold her. I'm like, yeah. that way I, I don't hurt her. I was just like stressing out. I'm I like, was how- kind
2: of, I was re- really excited. I think I I, I wasn't, as scared as I should have been I was kind of excited like man here he is look at this little guy
0: do you remember when I got pneumonia
2: oh it was a nightmare yeah yeah but
1: you you said you were at the hospital when you was at the hospital in
2: and out of the hospital with infections oh at the hospital when you got pneumonia pneumonia. yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so how
1: did you cope with that with having a new baby and then her getting sick he went back to work
2: yeah i went back to work i told them like hey my wife has pneumonia or my girlfriend has
1: pneumonia. fiance
2: fiance did they not let you
1: take
0: time off
2: they did but they were like getting pissed and like,
0: well, not only that, but we, like, we were told by everybody to take the time off when you go home instead of during the hospital, I think. And he, that's what we did. I'm pretty sure that that's why you went back to work right away.
2: I don't think I took a whole lot of time off. Yeah,
0: not, not then, no. It was paternity leave when you needed it. I know.
2: Yeah, not for me. I didn't no. have any maternity leave.
1: Paternity. So,
2: Paternity, maternity. <laughs>
0: Jeez, I'm
2: such Slash. an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh,
1: with her getting
0: sick, I'm sure it was. And then how about um, I, when um, when we were told also by the group that you should wake up when I'm nursing, and yeah. I try, we try that for them.
2: Yeah, like what the hell good am I gonna be? <laughs> it was so like bad. what sense? You have to feed him, so we should both be tired. Who's going to take care of him during the day if you're tired? At least I'll be awake. You know, logically, you might resent me, but you could take a nap and I can (laughs) stay awake then. You know, I'll be awake. You
1: did say
0: that. You did say that, yeah. I was like, it lasted. It doesn't really make sense. Maybe if it lasted a week. It
2: doesn't really make all that much sense. No,
1: it doesn't.
2: It's just like, you know, you should suffer too. That's That's one
1: thing, actually, my father in law, my husband's dad, now, um, that He said, like, you take turns because yeah, you won't get a stress, you won't be arguing with, especially when like your child is colicky. It's like, try to calm the baby one at a time instead of being together because then you're arguing, you're fighting, yeah. and it's not working. So, you guys are at it at each other, and then the baby's feeling that too. So, they right. like, just take yeah. turns, yeah,
0: yeah. No, he went to work right away. He worked, did you work during the day then? I worked, yeah, I worked yeah. during
2: the day, yeah, yeah.
0: It was crazy. crazy, it
2: was tough, times. well, and then we moved in with your parents after that, and yeah. that was how was your
1: relationship with them once you did move in, or how was it, how was it different from when you didn't till
2: well I'll start out by saying that I love them to death, and our relationship is great now at the time, I barely knew them I didn't you know i impregnated their daughter so i going even just going over there prior to him being born
0: oh my god we didn't talk about that i didn't talk about how we told our parent how we introduced joe's family
1: oh can we oh bring my god now
0: i didn't talk about that
2: i mean please
0: it was like right after everybody found out and we decided and my parents were like well we need to meet everybody like we need to talk about how this is going to work and his parents came over his his dad, mom and dad and his stepdad to my house
2: no not my stepdad
0: i'm mean, stepmom my,
2: oh yes yes my mom my dad. stepmom and my dad yeah yes
0: and um like i just all i remember from that i don't know if you remember anything else is my dad saying Well, they have to get married.
2: I don't remember that. I remember a few things. I don't know if I should talk about them. Um, So I remember he was like, so your dad was like, so are you working? And I was like, yeah, I, I work at Portillo's. And he was like, with all the Mexicans? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do you speak Spanish? I was like, no, no. He's like, oh, man. And then your brother came in, and he was like, so how's the culture clash going? I remember that, and my dad laughed. And uh, that's just about everything that I remember from that conversation.
0: Well, then after the conversation, then the tequila came out,
1: and then that's it.
2: Yeah, I don't think, I mean, Do I Do was... you think
1: your parents, like, expected you to marry a Hispanic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like from...
0: Again, we have a very different relationship today. Like, our relationship's very different. But at that time, in the beginning, it was really hard for Joe.
2: I was not liked very much. And I, like, I, I felt it. You know, Especially nobody you said it. Especially when were there. Yeah, I didn't speak Spanish.
0: So did they, did they talk about him in Spanish? They did not speak in English. They
2: Yeah, no. They, they did not barely train spoke training. to me. Um, I didn't know anything that was being talked about. I was out of just about every conversation. I really like wanted to help out. Like I wanted to be, you know, I didn't want to be a burden on them. I wanted to help out as much as I could. Like, I remember one time I think I I was like, oh, I'll make French toast. It was like a weekend morning and I was like, I'll make French toast. And I made French toast and I don't know, just, Nobody, I don't think anybody liked it or ate it, but like, I, I, I it was really tough. Like, it, it, there was no, there were no mistakes, you allowed. know. Well, yeah. not only allowed, but there was no mistaking like where I stood, you know.
1: Right. So, so, the whole French toast thing, do you think it was just, they just, to make him feel. Like they I don't know. Like maybe I, they
2: weren't hungry. Maybe uh, they yeah, already I, ate. I, I, don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Because my mom and dad would be like, "What is that? <laughs> like, where's the tamales? Where's the?" <laughs> what is this Garbage
2: yeah. ass food. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I I really I don't know.
2: It was like one of the three things I knew how to make. So <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know.
2: It was it was tough. It was tough.
1: I know. Jess also mentioned that like she felt that her mom was trying to parent her on how to parent your son. Like. Yeah. Did you feel that as well? Did you how do you, how were you able to support Jess when she did feel like that?
2: I just went off of what Jess was saying. If if she was upset with something, I would try to calm her down. But there was no way that I was going to be like, "Hey, to your parents like, "Hey, you guys can't do this," you know? I wasn't going to tell them what they could and couldn't do, and they wouldn't have taken it had I
1: because it was their house.
2: It's their house. Mm-hmm. They don't like me. Um, you know, they they weren't going to take anything from me. Like, I really just wanted to show them that I was going to be there. I was going to do the best I possibly could. Um, and, you know, that that's what I tried to do. It do was you, tough, though.
1: Do you think your relationship with Jess changed because of living with them because of how they were.
2: I don't know. Our relationship was, I think we were learning how to have a relationship, like we had never lived with a boyfriend or a girlfriend before, you know, so we were learning how to do that too, you know, we had never, I mean, We were learning how to do everything. We were learning how to live with each other, learning how to have a baby.
1: So do you think having your son kind of created that team that you guys had hoped for?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. We we just, you're just like directionless, you know? No idea what I was supposed to do. I had no idea what I was supposed to do. Um. I I didn't feel like you know, any any like me time. There was no like me time. You know, like I can't go into my room and just do whatever the hell I want. I don't even have a room. You know, yeah. there's like I can't.
0: There's you no. Did you never felt at home. Well, he would sometimes no. he would go and stay at his house. Like that was his way of getting away. Like he would go and go to his house. I would mom's. go back to my mom's house.
2: Yeah. So after he was born and I went to live with Jess, I went back to my mom's house. I don't know, the next day or something just to like, "Hey, how's it going?" just to like visit. And like they were moving I they were moving my sister into my room, and my brother. Like they, 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 just like took my room, and I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm not guess yeah, so guess I'm not coming back here." Yeah,
0: but you did, and then you had to sleep on the couch.
1: Do you remember?
2: Yeah, I had to live like a, like a oh. hobo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> without the train. His, so
1: that, you said, that was the day after you moved yeah, out, after the baby
0: was born, after you well, stayed at my like he stayed at my house one night, and, and then was, he went home. Yeah, and yeah. they had already moved to stuff. They were
2: like, well, I thought you were staying there. And I was like, man, like I... I, I just
1: left. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: look, it just happened.
1: So so, did your parents go to see just yeah, at yeah. Yeah.
2: At- yeah, absolutely. They were there. Um, yeah, they were supportive. They were good. Had a lot of conversations with my dad. Like I grew. Um, I think when you... When you become a parent, you you understand more about how your parents feel or felt about you. You know, it kind of puts you in their shoes more. So I got closer with my dad, you know, when I became a dad myself. So,
1: Do you have that close relationship with your son now?
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel really close with all of my boys um yeah they're great they're great boys great kids yeah super super good kids it could uh we're very lucky i feel very lucky that's
1: awesome that's awesome um obviously having a new baby living you know with justice family being a little bit hard for you are there any other things that you felt were hard a baby and living with your parents are there any other Hardships that you felt,
2: um,
1: or let's bring up know. like, how, okay, how did you deal with Justice's brother and their relationship? How she said, you know, they there were enclosed. There are certain things that happened between them. How did you cope with having to live with him as well, apart from Justice's parents?
2: So I, I mean, I tried to, I really tried to, I, like
0: truthfully, all honesty, Joe tiptoed and walked on eggshells
2: yeah and I really tried to like like be super super cool with him you know I knew how he had treated you I knew you know how you felt about each other but I didn't want to add to that I, I didn't want to I just wanted to I. it, it would have been a awesome with me if everybody were great super friends you know
1: do you have any siblings
2: yeah a brother and a sister Uh, do you
1: get along with them
2: um or
1: at that time did you get along with them
2: yeah 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 we all got along really well my sister passed away a few years ago uh i get along with my brother just fine but
1: But you had that, so you were hopeful, you know, I think maybe he hoped that for you with your brother. And if you guys would have been close, he might might have accepted Joe as well.
2: I liked him. You know, I've always liked your brother.
0: Right, like again, it's, Joe was just a part of the situation. Like we got pregnant, like that was it. He had no reason, like Joe was never mean, was never disrespectful. I mean, I don't know if it's considered to be disrespectful to get me pregnant, like if that's what the context is. But, but it was just not him, like but it, you both. Like he did it, situation. yeah, he was, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just him that were in that situation, it was him and I. And he was there, like Joe stuck around. And for him to be treated the way that he was, was not fair. And I, I mean, all we wanted to do was to get out of the situation. He, my, he, Joe did everything to keep things civil, it just wasn't reciprocated like there's there was only so much you can do that you know not kiss somebody's ass like there's only so much like you can't fix somebody that's broken you just can't and
2: he's also not here to defend himself like right. honestly it, I, that all of that is true but um in fairness you know he he's not here to give his side of the story either so I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, bash him too much. So You're a good guy. Thanks,
1: Alice. <laughs> so with that, you know, obviously you guys mentioned you guys, you guys just wanted to get your own place. So yeah. you guys both worked very hard. So how was it to finally be able to be in your own home?
2: It was great. So... <laughs> it was great. So we started talking about like paint colors and stuff.
0: <laughs> so we bought our first house about uh, 22 miles away from here. So it was maybe like in good day. A good day was like a half hour. Um, on a bad day in the snow, it was like 45 an hour. Um, but it was a really, I loved it. It was a really nice place. His grandma helped me pick it out. We took forever to find it. Um, but we loved it. It was awesome. But we got married in the courthouse on the thirteenth, and we closed on the house on the twenty-first, and my birthday was on the twenty-third. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. So that we got married. So that when you sign, you sign as a married couple jointly, okay. instead of as um, like co-signers, like co-sign yeah. like, or hu- like it's not husband and wife. It's like joint ten. Okay. like not husband and wife. So we're like, let's just we're gonna get married anyway. Let's just get married. So we got married in the courthouse. Um, and then we closed that following week, the 21st, and then the 23rd was my 21st birthday. Um, so then we buy this house and we move in and we're like, we need furniture. Like we didn't have any furniture. We didn't,
2: yeah. We had
0: nothing. Oh my Did God. you guys have money to purchase No, the like we got the house and we're like, okay, now what? Like we don't have anything to go in here. His grandma gave us a dining room table. Yeah um that's all we had in our bed yeah and then i think somebody gave us a bed for Joey cuz Joey was 3 okay um and like that's where like then we were like oh my gosh we're like adults now <laughs> like now we have to figure out how to furnish like put furniture in this ho- in the house um and buy food and yeah <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah it took um, forever to I mean, it felt so good though to like, feel like a grown up. Like this feels right now. Yeah. You Did you know? still
1: have your Oldsmobile at that time? Oh.
2: No. Go, go ahead.
1: Joe, correct me. It wasn't
0: an Oldsmobile. It was uh. a Buick. Oh, it was a darn.
1: Buick Century. I felt like we were
2: your no. car, car yeah, siblings. I'm sorry. sorry. Was car, car siblings? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a, a Buick Century, a 1989 Buick Century. But no, I did. I didn't have it uh, then. No, um, it was a. I don't even want to say it out loud. What it was. <laughs> it was a shameful, shameful car.
1: <laughs> I th- I think my Oldsmobile was shameful, but again, I would have preferred. It got the, me to, to where I wanted to go.
2: I would have preferred the Oldsmobile or the Buick, but I had a Saturn. Oh, <gasps> so so cool.
1: Do they even make those? I don't think nowadays? so. No?
2: no. Good riddance, man. They shouldn't make them anymore.
1: That's awesome, though. You guys, I think you guys were able to purchase your house at such a young age um, with, you know, that responsibility of also having a baby. Yeah. What, what can you say to our listeners that are teen parents that are struggling to to get to where they want to be?
0: Honestly, I think that we wanted so badly to get out and be our own family that we lost. Like, I was like, forget it. I'm not going to college at this point. Like, it's done. Like, I have a house. I have to focus on working. Like, I'm not doing that. And I, again, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Like, I wasn't like, oh, well, like, now what am I going to do? Like, I just always saw, again, stability. Like, that was my goal like making setting goals for us was stability like what were we going to do how are we going to make sure that our son was going to have structure and what we both needed and felt like we needed growing up and didn't have like Mm -hmm. we made sure that he had it yeah i didn't go to college that was a choice that i had made to be able to give, to have the house, to put everything else aside. Now, this is just the beginning of our story. Mm-hmm. I mean, our sto- there's so many ups and downs. Um, so what I would say to someone today is nothing is perfect. Like, it's not, it could be perfect in the moment. You could think it looks perfect. You could think that um, this is a direction you're supposed to be in. But it's, it really, you, it's only a matter of how you're going to look at it and our stories it i mean we've been together over 21 years two years um there's so much that can go there's so many directions that
1: it'll go
2: yeah
1: Joe, like what can you tell teen dads that are thinking about maybe leaving this situation because you as we said you know there's many of them that don't stay what can you you know what advice can you give them to kind of
2: So I would say it's worth it by far to be there for the baby. I I get, you know, it might not work out with your girlfriend or your fiancé or your wife, but it's so worth it to be there for your son or your daughter and to be in their life. I I didn't have a lot of direction growing up. I didn't have um, super great goals to, you know, be an astronaut or, uh, you know, a, a baseball player or a lawyer. Um, and I, I didn't, I was directionless. But when he was born, m- my goal was from then on to just be the best dad I could be that that's when like I knew like what my purpose was just to be the best dad that I could be to to him um and it's worth it like it's it's so rewarding and you're gonna feel like you can't do it you're gonna feel like it would be easier just to give up or you don't want to do this you don't want to do this anymore that it's not fair to you or you know it would be it, it, it's her fault but you really just need to press on and be the best dad you can be this isn't it's not about you anymore it's not about her it's about the baby whatever you guys decide to do, whether you keep the baby or you give the baby up for adoption, sometimes that's the best option. It's probably the more difficult ones, but sometimes giving the baby the, you know, the best life that they can have is with another family. That's, it's got to be extremely difficult to do. I don't know how I would have been able to do that. Um, but sometimes that's, that's the best way to go. When you decide to keep the baby, that means that you committed to be the baby's dad. And you can't just say screw it or, and make up an excuse to, to not do it anymore. You can't use anything as an out to say I'm not going to do that. It's her fault or, yeah, but I didn't see this coming or I didn't know it was going to be like this. You you have to be the best dad you can be for the baby. That's That was your choice to keep the baby, and you really, really got to do the best you can for the baby. Um,
0: What if it wasn't his choice to keep the baby?
2: Well, it's not. That's the thing.
0: You said it was your choice.
2: My bad. Well,
0: I'm being serious. Yeah, no. I you had that's a choice, the thing,
1: I'm,
2: right? I, I would have said, if it were my choice, I would have said, yeah, okay, let's keep the baby. If it were my choice personally, it's not. It's not the man's choice to what they're gonna do with the baby. It's not their choice. If if you made the baby, right? you're you're right it's it's not their choice
0: what would you say to the dads that like analysis situation that didn't that didn't stick around or or want or thinking about not sticking around or
2: i don't know i don't know i can't relate
0: like what would you what, yeah. like? What would you say to the moms? Like, like in your situation, Alice, I don't want you. Like he just said that you should be the parent, and you should you can't you shouldn't walk away. Yeah, that's that's what you did.
2: Yeah, that's coming from me. That's my my point of view. Okay, I can't I can't relate to someone who cool who left. has a has a baby out there who he doesn't know. You know. Um. I, I don't think I'd be able to sleep at night, you know, if I didn't know my son, like I, I wouldn't, if I barely knew him, if I knew who he was and I could recognize him on the street but I didn't talk to him or know what was going on in his life.
1: I think it's worse like knowing you have a child.
2: Not knowing, not knowing anything. Than
1: like, then not knowing you have a, you know. Right. You know like, right. Right. Like I said, you can only talk from your perspective, and yeah. you know, thankfully, you know, you you did stick around, and it's good that you don't have to worry about that perspective because you did what you knew you had to do for both you and Jess.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, thanks. I I just uh, it was the right thing for me, you know. It's just what I wanted. It, it wasn't easy. None of it is easy. It's not easy. When you're 16 or 17 or 18 and it's not easy, when you're 35 or 40, like it's, relationships are hard, marriage is hard, being a parent is hard. It's difficult, Um, but it's worth it, you know, It's, it's so worth it. I
1: think so. Anything else you want to say? I think this is good. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Joe, so much for coming to our our episode or show. or Yes, our podcast. Thanks for joining us, babe.
2: Thanks for having me, um, Alice and Honey.
1: <laughs> Please come on anytime you'd like. No, wait for a <laughs> time. Yeah, she'll tell
2: me when I can come on.
0: <laughs> guys thanks so much i hope you enjoyed this episode this week um is from i think comes from a really special place um for myself and from joe i really appreciated you sharing your perspective i don't think that um anybody gets a genuine perspective very often so thanks for coming um everyone thanks for listening and for two broke teen moms um and joe (laughs) i'm jess
1: and alice and joe (laughs) till next time (laughs) till next time guys